Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the single-panel comic Heathcliff, available in newspapers around the country and on GoComics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. I do this for reasons I'm not sure of myself. Um, and it's been a strange week for me since the last time we talked. Uh, for one, there's a lot of construction going on outside, and if you hear it, I am sorry. For two, um, uh, my wife has been away, um, and uh, when so when your spouse or significant other is away for you know a significant amount of time, she's now been away for almost ten days. Um, you. Uh, become a crazy person in some ways. Um, I, I, I sort of hermited up and, uh, didn't see a lot of people. Um, and in part that was because she was away and in part it was because, um, a couple of weekends ago, she and I drove a rented Jeep's worth of just packed the gills worth of, uh, boxes from my parents' old home. Uh, back to my small one-bedroom apartment. And it, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned the last time I did this, but this is now the second time I've done that. And what that's meant is that uh, while my wife has been away in an effort to not make this a big deal for her to deal with, because, again, small apartment, a lot of stuff, I've been trying to go through it all, trying to find places for it, trying to bring order to its chaos, um, you know, putting photos into photo albums, figuring out if any of the garbage-era baseball cards that we bought back had any value at all. They didn't. Um, stuff like that. Um, and uh, that's been um, a lot of work, A. B, uh, it's been sort of a, I can tell... Uh, an emotional ticking time bomb that I've set off for myself where at some point the, I believe the um, sort of resonant weight of all the stuff and um, pictures of my parents when they were young before they were sick and stuff like that. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gotta go off. It hasn't yet. I don't know what it's going to look like when it does. I'm hopeful that it won't be like, um, I, I don't believe it will be catastrophic or anything, but I, it's sort of curious to me that I'm is sort of ingesting all this material and so far have not, uh, uh, to be gross, haven't uh, emotionally crapped it out. Um, but that's been my week. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Great. Let's talk about Heathcliff. Heathcliff is a comic. It's drawn by a guy named uh, Peter Gallagher. It used to be drawn by a guy named George Gately. Uh, Peter Gallagher is George Gately's nephew, I believe. And uh, he's been drawing it for like 15 years. Um, and uh, it's a single panel comic, and I uh, talk about it every week. <clears throat> so let's, let's talk about it. Uh, we're uh, on Go Comics's website. You can go there at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff and, and read along if you like. Um, and um, this is the extremely strange comic 
for Monday, June 3rd, 2019. We're in a room, I believe it is in the uh, house that Heathcliff lives in. And again, they are going crazy with a jackhammer outside of my building right now. And I wish this wasn't the case. I wish there was anywhere I could hide from the sound. And I hope it's not leaking into this. If it is, super sorry. Um, especially because this is like legitimately one of the strangest panels that I've ever seen in Heathcliff. And I'm really eager to discuss it with you. So we're in one of the rooms, I believe, in Heathcliff's home or the home he lives in. Uh, there are a couple clues to that. One is that there is the vaulted archway that we see in a lot of uh, the entry spaces to those rooms and to um, the elderly woman and her friend who dresses identically to her and is identical to her in every way except that she has brown hair and glasses. They're both standing in that archway. That archway is at panel left. They're at about mid-panel left. <clears throat> we're in a, And we're in this room and it, like many of the rooms we see in this uh, um, uh building he lives in we've not seen it in this configuration before these rooms are constantly shifting their locations their uh, sizes the the window configurations the um uh, the furniture configurations uh it's hard to say what is wrong exactly or what is magical about this um building that Heathcliff lives in but something is at work Regardless, in this particular iteration of this particular room, um, the archway is to the panel left, as I said, and then there's a wall at the back of the room which has two uh, floor-to-ceiling windows in it. Um, that's unusual, but it's probably to let in a lot of light because this appears to be a studio space that Heathcliff works in as a painter. And the reason I say that is that there is an easel Right in the center, there's a drop cloth under the easel uh, to catch paint spatter, which is um, an unusual amount of detail to put in, and, and a nice detail. Uh, but you, Gallagher really uh, did up the, the art studio scene here. Um, and then there's a low table next to panel left of the uh, easel. The easel itself, by the way, is huge. It takes up an extraordinary amount of the um, available space in the panel. Um, uh, there's a low table to the panel left of the, um, of the easel with um, a, a, an artist's palette and some paintbrushes and probably a little glass of turpentine on there. Um, and then there's what's on the uh, easel itself or on, on the um, uh, canvas that is on the easel. <clears throat> and what that is, is so we can see a series of footprints all over the easel. Um, and we can see Heathcliff. So there's, there's Heathcliff's paw prints all over the easel um, and, or, or the canvas. And then to the panel left, of the canvas itself. So on, on the canvas at its most extreme, extreme panel left is Heathcliff walking 
up the canvas, not on all fours, just on his hind legs, and he's walking completely horizontal, like straight up. So perpendicular to the ground, straight up, with no apparent gravitational effect on him. It looks, so if I were to turn my computer that I'm viewing this on at a right angle, uh, just 90 degrees, it would look like Heathcliff was just walking. But instead, he's strolling upwards. You know, Train Spotting, the movie Train Spotting. Um, there's a there's a famous scene in Train Spotting where there's a baby who crawls on a ceiling in a hallucination, and it looks just like there's a baby crawling on the ceiling, but it's a terrifying thing for the hallucinator. It's like that. Like it, uh, Heathcliff's just walking, except he's walking in a completely unusual place to be walking in a way that were he actually walking there at the very least gravity would be have exerting some sort of effort on him to get him to stop (laughs) because it's gravity it's an immutable force but Heathcliff does not appear to be in any way attended to by it um and then standing in the archway like I said is the elderly woman She's dressed the same way she is always dressed, which is a purple skirt-suited thing with a ruff at the neck, um, her hands thrust deep into her pockets because Gallagher d- does not like wrong hands, and, and, and to her right, panel left, at the extremity of the panel itself is her BFF, who dresses exactly the same way, except her skirt suit is red. The elderly woman who lives with Heathcliff, her mouth is open, she's providing the caption of the panel, and she is saying... He's heavily influenced by toddlers. What does that mean? (laughs) This one actually, I, I, again, I always say don't read the comments, but the comments here are pretty much like uh, what I just said. Like, it's all like, what does this mean? I don't understand this. There's no... The word influence, obviously, obviously, is an artistic thing. Like, you you say, uh, you know, he was influenced by Picasso's Blue Period or whatever. And then you look at the art and you're like, oh, yeah. And you nod as if you know what that means. Um, But toddlers can't walk up walls unless it's movie train spotting. And if this is a train spotting reference, that's super dark and weird. Um, I don't think it is. Toddlers get paint on walls, it's true, or crayon or whatever, but not via the act, not by intentionally dipping their 
paws in paint and crawling up walls. This makes no sense. It's amazing. It's it's a total collision of like nonsensical elements. And I love it. Let's move on. This is the Heathcliff comic for Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. We I have actually seen this setup before. It's the observatory setup. Um it's a it's a deep cut. But um we're we're it's dark out. It's nighttime. We're at some remove from, you know, civilization in the city probably at the top of a mountain, and there is an observatory panel right. It's a relatively low building with a telescope jutting out of it, pointed towards the moon, which is in the top left corner of the panel. Standing in the doorway are two scientists. You can tell they're scientists because they are wearing white lab coats, though the female scientist is also wearing a skirt. And the male scientist is wearing, obviously, pants because sciences are a gendered sport. There's a path coming away from the observatory uh, doorway. Those two are standing in the doorway. There's a path coming away from it. They're at mid-panel, like right in the center. And then coming away towards panel, lower panel left is this path. Heathcliff is walking the path. He has two mice following him, and uh, his hands are behind his back, his eyes are heavily lidded, and he has a wedge of cheese, Swiss cheese, balanced on his head. And uh, the uh, gentleman scientist, his mouth is open, and he is saying, I guess that settles that. Presumably, Heathcliff has walked in cheese on his head and said the moon's made of cheese because again the telescope's pointed at the moon cheese is the only um the moon being made of cheese is the only possible relevant reference here so presumably he's done that scientists have gone no it's made of rocks we sent men to space and they brought back the rocks and here we even have some of the dust because you know we're a scientific observatory and here's some of it and Heathcliff again said no the moon's made of cheese there's I'm wearing cheese on my head and I have two mice with me and the man said something along the lines of well you're entitled to your opinion but it's not in line with the facts the facts are this Neil Armstrong walked on the moon here is you know video image of it um uh, and they brought back samples, and we sent several more missions, and they all brought back samples, and they never found any evidence of cheese, but they did find plenty of evidence of rocks. And also, um, the moon, if it were made of cheese, would be torn apart by uh, the forces of space uh, to say nothing of, like, our tides wouldn't work, various... Um, Various ecological effects would occur. We would uh, have much more cheese on Earth. You know, most most stuff in in, in in the solar system is made of the same stuff. You know, rock. Um, so we would also be made. And Heathcliff just looked at him and goes, "No, it's cheese. 
Change the textbooks. It's cheese. Do you know who I am? I'm Heathcliff. Do you know what I'll do to you? The man, scientist, probably like blanched for a moment and had the realization that his entire life's work was colliding into the immovable object of Heathcliff. Female scientist probably put a hand on his shoulder to try and try and comfort him. Heathcliff probably told him to throw those moon rocks away. I guess that settles that. Here's the Heathcliff comic for Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. We're in another of the many rooms in the home Heathcliff lives in. Um, he, in the background of the room, there's another vaulted archway entryway that the um, elderly man who lives with Heathcliff is standing in, and um, his best friend is standing with him. The elderly man is dressed as he always is, that is to say, red sweater, uh, white collared shirt, blue jeans. His buddy is dressed identically, except that his sweater is green. Um, there's, I mean, people are trying to take over your lives, guys. Pay attention. They're starting to dress like you. They're always with you. They stand in exactly the same posture as you. This isn't fl the flattery of imitation. They're in your home. Why are why are you why are you allowing this? At any rate, there's a low couch uh, that we can see in the room, and seated in front of the couch um, are are Iggy and Heathcliff. Uh, then, in the in the extreme foreground of the panel is a flat screen television that is turned away from us, facing Iggy and Heathcliff. Um, Iggy and Heathcliff, Iggy is the small child who lives in the same home as Heathcliff with the elderly man and woman for what must be tragic reasons. Iggy and Heathcliff are both holding what look like video game controllers. Um, they're holding them in a way that indicates to me that Peter Gallagher has never seen a person hold a video game controller. Like, it's, it, when I... A few years ago, uh, some friends and my wife and I went to Rome. On our first day in Rome, um, we made a mistake, um, as you often do as tourists. Um, we, uh, we were looking at some uh, extremely amazing um, art and architecture in the center of the city, but it was our first day, and we were starving and we'd just been flying for hours and we were like, we need food and we are in Italy. Let's get pizza. So in the center of this tourist area, one of us pops open like TripAdvisor or something like, what is the best pizza near here? And we find something that had been raided by a bunch of what we later realized were people from the Midwest. Um, 
nothing against people from the Midwest, but I'm not talking about like people who have access to a lot of pizza. And we, it, and it was also in the center of this tourist area, like I said. So we go to this place, it's highly rated, and we get pizza there. And the way my friend put it was, it was like somebody had described pizza to them once. And then they had to make pizza based off of the description. That's what's going on with these two people playing video games or this person and this cat playing video games. It's like somebody described the act of video game playing to Peter Gallagher, but he'd never seen it. You, you, you use your thumbs, their thumbs are very prominent, uh, to uh, press buttons on a controller. The controller is sort of U-shaped. Uh, I gotta go, you'll figure it out. That's what probably happened there. Um, regardless, Iggy has an expression on his face. He's got one hand clapped to his forehead. His expression on his face is very upset. Heathcliff has an expression on his face I've never seen, which is he's smiling huge. His mouth is wide open and a big smile and his tongue is lolling out. I guess it's some sort of triumph, triumphal thing. At any rate, um, the elderly man who uh, lives with, with Heathcliff, his mouth is open. He's providing the caption to the panel, and he is saying, no one can beat him at, quote, garbage night. I'm guessing that means there's a garbage night video game, and Heathcliff is particularly good at it because he's Heathcliff. I don't have a lot more to say about that, um, though good move video game makers making a game that would be especially um, important to Heathcliff. That's a good way to uh, sort of buy his loyalty, or not his loyalty because he doesn't have it, but, you know, um, gain positive attention from a creature of malevolent intent. Let's move on to the Heathcliff comic for uh, Thursday, June 6, 2019. Uh, we're, we're on the suburban evening setup. Um, the, uh, the buildings of the suburbs recede in the background in the brutalist gray. There is the uh, moon is in the top left corner of the panel uh, on uh, the lawn. Um, there's a, nearest us, there's a tree with a canopy at the top of the panel, and in a branch on that tree at the top center of the panel are two owls. Then walking on the street, and, or the sidewalk, I should say, the sidewalk which comes from uh, mid-panel right down to lower corner left are Heathcliff and uh, several raccoons. I count five raccoons. And you can tell they're raccoons. They got stripes. They got the um, eye mask thing that raccoons have. They're all, they're all chatting and laughing. Heathcliff in the center of them is uh, holding court with them, it seems. And they all seem to be positively reacting. Though who can tell, like, with Heathcliff, what degree of reaction is positive and what degree is fear um, that one is masking with positivity. At any rate, 
Um, uh, Heathcliff is also, he has a black eye mask on. And all these creatures, by the way, as usual, are walking on their hind legs because it's a magic universe. Anyway, the uh, one of the owls, his mouth is open. He's providing a caption to the panel, and he's saying, he's an honorary member. And I assume Heathcliff's an honorary member of most things he wants to be a member of in this town. Probably requires a, uh, that people actually hold a membership ceremony for him. Uh, uh, that seems like something he'd do. Uh, but regardless, especially as regard uh, with, with regards to um, uh, raccoons, Heathcliff, of course, he'd be an honorary member of them. He loves garbage. He loves uh, to, uh, being out at night and causing mischief. Sure, that makes sense to me. Straightforward panel. Bing, bang, boom. Let's move on. This is the Heathcliff panel for Friday, June 7th, 2019. Uh, uh, we're in a, another... We're ha- we have another look at a room with a television in it. Um, the, there are either a lot of rooms with a lot of televisions in it or, you know, like I've posited before, um, inside of the home that Heathcliff lives in, there are sort of dimensional gates that are constantly opening and closing and reconfiguring um, time collapsing, uh, which would make as much sense as anything. Certainly as much sense as what's going on in the panel. Uh, television, again, is faced away from us. It is in the lower left corner of the panel, seated in front of it in a blue chair. So wherever that couch was, it's gone, is Heath, the guy who lives with Heathcliff, and Heathcliff is on his lap. Then uh, to panel to their their panel left. Sorry, sorry. To panel left, they are right because they are facing the television. Um, is a vaulted archway through which we can see the entryway to the um, to this building, and then another vaulted archway beyond it, probably into another living room with another television in it. Standing in that vaulted archway, because all characters ever do in Heathcliff is stand in vaulted archways and look into rooms and comment on what's going on in rooms, which is an insane way to live. But standing in that vaulted archway, looking into this room and commenting on what's going on in it are Iggy and his little best friend. I will say this, Iggy and his little best friend dress similarly, but at least not identically. Iggy is wearing a red shirt, black pants, and yellow shoes. His hands are thrust into his pockets, as everyone's always are. And his friend is wearing a blue shirt, or a green shirt, blue checkered pants. They're, I mean, and a propeller beanie which is like, how is this child going out dressed like this in 2019 and not being met with, like, how is he not just, the, the level of bullying of this kid 
his strength and resolve, the fact that he always dresses this way, he will not change, even though he must just be one of the most bullied creatures on this earth. I mean, maybe he's like, listen, I hang with Iggy. Iggy hangs with Heathcliff. Do the math here. But I think most people be like, yeah, I, I have as many connections to Heathcliff as you do. Like, he comes over and he pushes my dad around. Or he, you know, he's always stealing from my father's chewing gum place. I don't care about your connections to him because we all know that Heathcliff isn't going to do shit for you. Heathcliff is only going to help Heathcliff. And then they smack the propeller beaning off his head or just, you know, put their exchange up on SoundCloud or whatever and harass him online. Anyway, the point is, the elderly guy... He's got his hands clapped over Heathcliff's eyes. And Gallagher hates drawing hands, and I can see why he does. Quite frankly, these again, these look only sort of like... Uh, these look like the the hand version of that pizza we had in Rome. Like, it, it's, it's as if somebody described hands to Gallagher at one point, and he d did his level best to draw them. But he hates doing it, and he doesn't want to do it. And it comes across in these, like, sausagey hands that he's drawn. So anyway, the elderly guy has his hands clapped over Heathcliff's eyes. Heathcliff is sitting there on his lap. Iggy's mouth is open. He's providing the caption to the panel. The caption is, dog food commercial. Heathcliff doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want to see it. He's not going to change the channel. Just, you better deal with it. You better, you better deal with what Heathcliff does not want to see. You know, you know what will happen. Here's the Heathcliff comic for Saturday, June 8th, 2019. The last panel we're going to be examining for this week. Um, it is nighttime in the city. In the background, we can see the buildings of the city. We're on a corner in front of a store. The store is probably closed. Um... The standing in front of the store are a man and a woman. They're just a, a regular guy and a woman. There's nothing particularly interesting about them. But they're looking at the, what's going on in the street in front of them, which is happening, you know, in the, in the center of the panel, in the foreground of the panel. Like, it's basically the action of the panel. Street moves from mid-panel right to lower panel left and in it at the at the lower left corner of the panel is a mouse the mouse is riding a wedge of cheese that has two wheels behind it is Heathcliff who's riding a red motorcycle uh, he's got black glasses on. In fact, so does the mouse, even though it is nighttime. And he's riding a red motorcycle that has a cat's face on it. So Heathcliff is riding some sort of cat motorcycle. And, and, and the mouse should be riding a mouse motorcycle, but he's riding a cheese motorcycle. Um, I mean, maybe instead of being made of star stuff, 
Heathcliff has quote unquote proven to everyone that we are made of cheese stuff. It's a stretch. Um, regardless, cat's riding a cat motorcycle. Mouse is riding a cheese motorcycle. Cat is clearly chasing the mouse. Classic. Classic setup. Cat tries to chase mouse. And the comedy, of course, is that we have updated this to involve the technology of our times. A fight as old as time is now a modernized one. The man watching the scene, his mouth is open, his providing caption of the panel, and he's saying, the cheese cycle is hard to catch. I guess, like, of all the things he could do in this at this point, this guy looking out here at this scene, being like, oh, hey, there goes Heathcliff. Or um, a cat chasing a mouse on motorcycles? What? Or... Where do they get their body work done that they can make this look this much like cheese and a cat? That's that's crazy. I, I should take my car there. Or whatever. Instead, he's stating something, uh, and I, I got to believe he has no way of actually knowing this because, like, he's viewing this in a second gone by, and I don't think, like... He has a lot of experience with the cheese motorcycle. So he's just stating this as if it's fact to this woman, probably trying to impress her or something, be like a little mansplain here. You know, the cheese cycle's pretty hard to catch. Why? I mean, this. why would he say this? It just makes me hate him. It makes me hate him. I hate you, guy. You could have said anything here, and you said this. That's a sad way to end this on, on like, me hating somebody. I don't hate him. He's doing his best. We all are. Uh, anyway, I got to get to work. I got to start my day. I hope you've had a great week. And um, as always, please don't rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use to get this, that's just not a good use of your time. But if you have anything you want to let me know or talk to me about, feel free to shoot me an email. I can I can be found at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. That's yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye.